0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Nows Beyond the Score podcast. I'm your host, Asish Negi. Our next guest needs no introduction for fans of Indian football. In a decade-long career in the country, he pulls the string in midfield for clubs like Mohan Bagan, Dempo and Churchill Brothers, winning several trophies in the process. Hello to Brazilian Master Beto, who joined us from his native. How are you doing Beto? How is lockdown have treated you till now?
1: Hi, Ashish. I'm fine. Thank you. Uh, it's a pleasure to be part of your program. And I remember a little bit of my time in India and the memories that I have, which will be unforgettable.
0: Okay. So let's start from your journey from Brazil to India. Not many footballers have done that in the past. Nowadays, of course, we see lots of Brazilian players coming to an ISL or League for football. So can you tell us how it happened, basically? because only that time not many brazilian players were coming to india
1: yes i was uh, i was playing here in, in brazil in a club called juventus and
0: then i was
1: uh, in the middle of a, a tournament one of the, the most tough in sao paulo and then uh, douglas you know ex Bengal player mohambaga player uh, has uh, a request in india which he, he arrived through another friend, and then they spoke to me and about the possibilities, about uh, how India market was growing a lot. So, by then, um, I started to think about the, the, the possibility, and then finally, I joined Mohan Bagan in 2004.
0: Okay, so talking about Mohan Bagan, uh, you played there for, for a season, and also played in Kolkata Derby. Your first impression of Indian football when you played that season with Mohan Bagan in Kolkata Derby especially.
1: Yeah. I remember the day I arrived it was a, a national team game in South Lake Stadium between Japan and India. Yeah. And yes, that was my first day in India and I arrived in the morning and at the night there was a game between Japan and India. And I was impressed with the the backstage and you know the, the vibration of the supporters. It was a amazing experience which I wasn't expect when I left Brazil. Uh, but I was very happy uh, to see how passionate the Indian supporters are, especially in Kolkata.
0: Okay. And uh, of course, that time you are fan favorite for Mohan Bagan fan also. But then you moved to Dempo, uh, to Goa. Any reason behind that? A specific reason to move to Dempo for Mohan Bagan? No, there was no reason.
1: Um, we finished the, the first year in India, in Mohan Bagan, where we went for five finals.
0: Yeah, Unfortunately,
1: we lost all five finals. <laughs> and for me, it was a good season. You know, my first year in India, I think if that time the the president and directors and even the coach uh, has this sensibility to understand. It was my first, my first year in India. I think I scored 24 goals in the season. We went to five finals. I think we were in the right track. I think if they could uh, uh, remain that place, that same team in which has... Sunil Shetri, Ashim Biswas, Daranjit, Ancheri, the team was very good. Subroto Paul, the team was amazing. Eduardo from Brazil as well. So, but because of, uh, they do not have the kind of patience. And then I left Brazil again. And then I got an invitation from Armando Colasso from Dempo, which for me was a turning point in, in my career
0: in India. And what made the Dempo team so special? We say the golden generation of Dempo, you know, which dominated Indian football, went on to do very well at the Asia level also. So, what made that Dempo team so special comparing to other teams in uh, th- that period of time? I think, I, you know, I think uh,
1: the, the difference between the team Mahumbagan has and Dempo first was the, the understanding of the game of the president, Nashe Navas Dempo, and the, and the coach. And then when I arrived in Dampo, were Dempo already building something in that way. So I arrived in Dempo, they were the, the national champions, the Federation Cup champions. So they have already a family and a team which could do arrive further. And then uh, I was uh, very well uh, received. Uh, they they treated me like a family. I was, I was feeling at home. And then uh, we worked hard. I think the team, the unity was very important. I think there's a characteristic of Dempo Sports Club uh, to, to bring people and have that family kind of uh, atmosphere. And then that was the one of the big reasons that Dempo has gone so far with that team.
0: So you talk, touch on the Armando Calasso, uh, one of the uh, most successful Indian coaches around, you know, he won lots of title with Dempo. So how was your relationship with him, you know, and how do you remember your relationship with him now, you know, once you're retired also?
1: My relationship with him was always very good. He has made me captain of the team after two years. In, in, in which we have, uh, like, excellent players. Uh, I, I have no words to speak about the players that play by my side. Samir Naik, Clifford Miranda, Climax Lawrence, uh, Renty Martins, Bola G. So, the team was amazing. And then Armando has the the expertise to make, you know, big players together and work as a team. And, and one of the things that he, he used not to interfere much in terms of uh, creativity, you know. He was organizing the team as, as a team to defend and to attack. But he has that uh, freedom for the players to do, to express themselves on the field. So I have, uh, I, I'm grateful for Armando forever not only when i was playing of course we have uh, moments after 6 7 years together you know it's part of the it's part of life you have some arguments here and there but uh, i'm grateful for armando for what he has done for me for my family I, i'll never forget him
0: so when we talk about dempo it's not just about i league titles uh, one of the best memory for all the indian football fans not just for dempo one was the afc cup semi final from the west asia uh, group, you know, which is very tough. Which not many clubs have done same. There are other clubs who reach semi-finals or final, like Bangalore and uh, East Bengal later on. But Tempo did it from West Asia, you know, which that those days was very tough. So, what is a memory and can you tell us that how uh, the team uh, did it together to reach the semifinal in AFC Cup?
1: Yeah. So after play one or two AFC Cups, and we got uh, the confidence in the group stage. Uh, we start to believe that it could happen, you know, inside of us. Although we all know that it's difficult, not because of the quality of players, because I always believe Indian players has a lot of quality, even more than the, the most of countries in Asia. I really do believe. But because of the, we don't have uh, the proper infrastructure to, to face it, you know, outside India. And uh, that year, we start to play, we start the season very well and... And by that, the, the games going on, we start to believe that we could make it. And uh, I think the the most important game was in uh, Malaysia, when we we have to to win there in their home, the second game to to go through, and we won I think four three. It was a is a biggest game, and think we we arrived there uh, with a lot of confidence, which make us. Uh, you know, the, the first or the second uh, Indian club to arrive that far. I think that also gives confidence to other clubs now, you know, to see that if Dempo has done that, we could do as well.
0: Uh, during my go trips, I have met Armando a couple of times and, of course, had a long conversation with him. He always told me that, you know, Dempo would have won that same final also. There were lots of things happened, the travelling time, food, to, uh, food poisoning to the player. And he did not have proper eleven fit player for that semifinal. So do you have any regret that you know you could have won that semi-final and went on to play in the final of AFC Cup?
1: See, for me, as a Brazilian who has seen India football for, for many years, I, I carry that semifinal as as a title. Because as you say, you know, we don't have much much as much as the opponent has, you know, in terms of uh, infrastructure, traveling, whatever time to, to, to do, we have played, I think, one game, if I'm not uh, mistaken. We have played one game against Vasco uh, for the National League, you know, in three days before the the, the big game against uh, that same final. So, yes, I do believe if we could have more, uh, be more prepared, we could arrive the final. But as seen, you know, what the football was that time in terms of infrastructure? I, I carry that as a title,
0: yeah, and for sure, I think Dempo fan will still carry that uh, as a title in their heart. You know, uh, you, you took various names, and I think you have very good memory. You remember each and every player you have played with, including Indian or foreigners. There was a special relationship on the pitch with Renty Martins. Uh, what do you have to say about him and your relationship with him on pitch and off the pitch also?
1: Uh, Renty Martins for me was the best striker have played together. Uh, and that has uh, shown on the ground, you know. Uh, of course, I have played with a lot of good players and top players, but the understanding between myself and Richard my Martins was, was building by, you know, fighting each other. Because in the beginning, we were almost not speaking to each other because we have the same mentality of winning games and, uh, and uh, uh, trying to make things happen for the club. And then when I arrived, we, we have a, a little arguments between us and Bolaji was the other Nigeria who has organized us to, to work together and in, in, in move for the, same, uh, for the same direction. When that happened, uh, then in history, because we, we cannot look, we cannot uh, need to look at each other to make, uh, you know, situations on the field. And then after that, you know, uh, we start to, to be best friends. And then that has carried out of the ground as well. Today, I still uh, talk to Renti. Uh, now he's in USA. And I believe that uh, is one of the best partnerships I had in, in my career in football.
0: And uh, since uh, after that, you went on to join Churchill Brothers, won the I-League with them. And then switched back again to Tempo. Any memory for whether, how quickly that happened? You know, transition to Churchill, coming back to Tempo, winning I-League in between. Yeah.
1: Yeah, the, the transaction to Churchill was for two reasons. First, I was uh, designed to, to work with Subaj Momiki. You know? Yeah. When I arrived in Kolkata uh, for Mohumbaga, uh, for two or, two or three times in the season, I remember the coach of Mohumbaga want to release me, you know, because of that uh, need of things happen immediately. And because of Subaj Momiki, which was in, in Bengal, he used to talk very good things about me. Uh, Mombaga has hold me you know, for, for the entire season. And uh, Subbash Mamiq used to speak in public that if he has a player like me, and I was playing in the opponent team, uh, he could uh, win, you know, things. And that uh, has, has touched me for, for my time in India. And then when I saw him coming back uh, to work uh, in Churchill Brothers, I, I saw one possibility to work with him. That was the first one reason. And the second one was, you know, I think even Messi now uh, has the same uh, desire to go to another club and, and prove that it was not the club only, of course, you know, the club has helped me a lot, the sports club, but I want to prove myself, not the people, but myself. If I go to other club, could I, could I make it? Could I be champion? So that was the, the second reason. So then I spoke to Armando, of course, they, they got upset because it was the, the rival. Uh, I spoke to Chinovas Dempo, and then I said that I need this for me, you know, I need to prove myself for myself. And then I left to Churchill, and thank God, you know, we, we won the Federation Cup, and then we won the National League, and it was, I was like, okay, yes, <laughs> I came out of Dempo. And that uh, was a good thing. Yeah, after that, Dempo was my house. Uh, I have like it's my second uh, skin, and I have to to finish my my time in India in Dempo. So I come back to Demp and then we did another good season. I think we finished second in the la- the high league. Yeah, and I was the top of the team. And then I I think was was enough for me to to stop.
0: So you just uh, told about Suvash compliment you complimenting you during the, in your time in Kolkata and. It does not happen because the coach of East Bengal and East Bengal and Mohan Magana are big rivals, you know, you will never no, no. See, see coaches of Real Madrid or Barcelona praising the uh, opponent player. So I think that yes, was yes. special, you know, uh, not happened many times in India also. Yes. So, and you played throughout your life in the I-League, you know, since you came in India, how was your experience overall in the I-League? And do you feel any pros and cons in the I-League which could have improved that time or India would have done better to make the league better? And uh, uh, also, now I-League is the second league in India. ISL has become the top league. So, do you think still India need to you know, make the I-League better for the for our future also, for our young players also? See,
1: uh, I think there was a lot, to, a lot of things to, to improve in I-League. Uh, I think they, they could have done what ISL has done now, you know, back in the past. And uh, to say the truth, I believe that if those players which I see in High League in my time has the same uh, infrastructure which ISL is given, India Football has, for sure, we will have been champion of uh, uh, FC Cup a long time ago. And I'm not talking about only them, uh, I've seen amazing players in my time. You know, I think the quality was a lot. Uh, I can name, you know, many of them here. Uh, and I believe that if the High League has done this in the past, it would be uh, great for Indian football. Uh, it's okay. It's happened a little bit late. And I hope, you know, the new players can enjoy what they are having now in terms of uh, game uh, exposure and, and all these things. And I, I, I really support and pray that, you know, Indian football can show their talent because I really believe. Uh, and I don't want to be repetitive, but I really believe Indian players has more talent uh, among all the, the Asian countries, you know. It's just a matter of infrastructure in the youth development and then we can
0: produce big players. So, ISL came in 2014. Uh, by that time, I think you were also hanging your boots. So, your first impression yeah. of ISL. And did you receive any offer to play into it? Because there were talks going on that time, you know. Some clubs wanted you uh, part of the, you know. Set up. So, can you tell us something about that also?
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of talks, you know, which clubs would approach me for, for playing ASL. But I was uh, in my limit of, uh, of playing career. I had played more than 20 years, traveling, you know, a lot. So, I think it was the right decision to stop. I see ASL, when I saw ASL coming, and, and when I used to go for the games, because I have brought so many
0: uh, players yes. and
1: coaches to that. Early. yeah and it it's sometimes has got me like you know the desire to be inside of the field, you know, uh, but I think you know God uh, has has another plan for me and and I think for for the time that my career has last, and I believe that uh, I was a, as a good move and could be or can be a turning point for new football
0: so uh you have played in I League, then you have. Fought- Watch ISL very closely. Uh, What are the major differences you felt, you know, which ISL brought in and which made the uh, uh, overall experience of playing or watching ISL better?
1: Yeah, of course. Not only watching, but playing as well. Uh, If you see the infrastructure of games, you know, the the way it was organized, uh, players uh, uh, staying in five star uh, hotels, the ground was like Amazing, you know, the, the grass, you know, the pitch was very well taken by the club. So, it's a lot of difference, a lot of difference. We don't have that in a, in a high league in my time. Uh, and even not having that, that's why I say, you know, the Indian players which play in my time was the Warriors because even don't have those facilities, they have played a, a fantastic football.
0: Okay. So you have just touched, uh, you know, that you have brought many players in ISL. Can you tell our listeners and viewers, you know, how many coaches or uh, foreign players you have brought in ISL? You know, because not many know about the battle of the football agent after their playing days uh, got over in India. You played very important role, you know, in the many important transfers and the deals. Can you just tell us about it?
1: That was another. Uh, I consider another, uh, not trophy, but you know, the players that I have brought has done very well in the SL. Uh, Leo Moura, FC Goa, uh, Marmentini, Prodelli, Roberto Carlos, Zico, uh, Diego Forlan, so uh, Bruno Pelissari, oh, it's, it's many, uh, Reinaldo, Lucio, it was a lot, a lot of them. I think the Brazilians, most of the Brazilians, I, I have helped in, in bringing them, because, you know, it's, it's hard when you talk about India, especially in the first year, the second year. People were a, a little uncertain about what they could face. I think that was a, a very very good move for me to speak to them and understand. Make them understand, you know, it was a, a good experience to come to India. So, and most of the big Brazilian names, even Diego Forlán, which is, is Uruguay, so was, the, was done by me.
0: Yeah, so you told that you, how you convinced them. Just tell us how tough was to convince these players, you know, especially Diego Forlan, for example, one of the biggest name in the world football, you know, played for the biggest club in the world. How tough was to convince these players, you know, or maybe they have one opinion about Indian football or India, overall country, you know, and how did you convince them? And did they give any message after playing in India, which, you know, it might not be in public, which you can share with us, you know, their feedback or, you know, their feelings yeah. while playing in ISM. Hey, for...
1: For me, the, the three most tough ones, of course, everybody I have to explain, I have to make sure they understand, you know, the uh, the culture to get, accept them and, and receive them in the best way possible. But uh, the three ones was Roberto Carlos, Zico and uh, and Diego Forla. Roberto Carlos, I had to spend 15 days in Madrid with him. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that was a good holiday. Yeah.
0: Huh? <laughs>
1: Diego Furla, uh, I had to spend uh, one week, 10 days in, in uh, Montevideo, Uruguay. Okay. So, uh, speaking to them every day, explaining how is it, showing them pictures, videos. And it was, and Zeke as well, when I came to Brazil, uh, Zeke was the most tough, you know. Zeke is a worldwide uh, name. And, and, and when I spoke to Srinivas and Dataraj and, and, uh, about the possibility of Zeke, they laughed. They did not believe they say, no, you're joking. They say, no, let me go to Brazil and try to make it happen. So, it was, was not easy. Huh? It's, it's not, uh, okay, come to India and here is your contract. And there's a, a lot of understanding trying to make them see it would be a good experience. And it was, was. Zico has done very well. Roberto Carlos as well. Everybody, Even go for that.
0: Yeah, everybody got impressed with the Zico. You know, one of the... Best coaches yeah. in the overall in Asia, especially his success in Japan, you know, was huge, and he did very well with Goa. Sadly, they, they did not win the trophy. So yeah, Dikgoflan yeah. also did. I think one of the biggest market players in ISL, uh, and everybody loved Roberto Carlos at Delhi. One,
1: one thing I just want to point, which is important, those names are not names who are like having no market and they went to India. Zico after that went to Kashima. He's a director yeah. of Kashima. Day. and he went to the final of the, the fifth World Cup final of the clubs, you know. Yeah. So, two years ago. It's after India. Uh, Roberto Carlos is the director of Real Madrid. You yeah. Know, today. And Diego Forlan is coaching uh, uh, a club in Uruguay. One of the biggest clubs in Uruguay. So, to see how it, it's, a, it's a icons who has the marketing open for them in the big uh, names in terms of clubs in, in World Football. And... and just for you to understand how hard it was to convince them to come to a new market.
0: Yeah, a new, new market, market and the new country. You know, India is not uh, something which will keen to come and play. Any yeah, feedback yeah. they gave you about Indian football or say, you know, overall uh, uh, growth of Indian football? Anything they said after they completed the stint in India? All three of them? Zico, Roberto Carlos, and... Dido all of them, them
1: have the same opinion. The day India started to, to develop their their... Football uh, culture, it will be uh, one of the most strong cultures in Asia. All of them have the same opinion. We have a lot of good talents. I brought uh, Romeo Fernandes to one of the biggest clubs in Brazil, which was uh, spoiled by the coach, Constantine and, you know, and his agent. Uh, Constantine even make a few jokes, you know and make him come back to To india football, so he could uh, be part of the national team because he would be playing games and then after six months, Romeo was not in the national team anymore and you know uh, not part of any uh, big scenario it was uh, it was something which got me hurt a lot because uh the boy here would have been uh in another level he would really have been another level, even not uh, playing time as he was playing india but For the experience that he could have taken here, Romeo would be in another of today. But, you know,
0: uh, patience.
1: Have to to move.
0: Just to add, you know, Romeo Fernandes was a star and poster boy for FC Goa. And when you took him to Brazil, uh, it never happened. You know, Indian player going to South American League, you know, uh, especially country like Brazil, we have never, never heard in past. And sadly, since he came back, his career has been on the downside now. I don't know what happened. You know, there are some off the field issues which are of course we can't talk but uh, do you feel sad for him? You know, the talent he has the uh, the way he was playing that time and now he's nowhere to be seen. You know, Uh, he's training with FC Goa. He still don't have any uh, active contract with any ISL side as of now as we speak uh, on 27th of August. Hopefully he will get the contract with uh, any of the ISL side. So, can you tell us something about, you know, how sad you feel about it, you know, talent like him getting wasted?
1: Yeah, I feel I feel very much because as I say, you know, we had a proper plan. When we, we make this move, it was not a marketing move. It was not a six-month agreement. It was a three-year contract. And even in the 3 years contract, Romeo uh, got in his contract more than what he would receive in uh, India in terms of money. So... Romero didn't come here to to make a marketing move where he would not get money. So, although a part of the money that he would get, which are more than India, he also would get a proper plan of, you know, uh, growth in terms of muscle, in terms of playing games, in terms of day by day. You're talking about playing with the best players in Brazil, you know. Uh, Of course, he would not come here in three months and start in the start eleven. Uh, and then I think because of the jealous of, you know, Konstantini, which for me has done nothing for India football in many years, you know, people are talking about Konstantini, uh, you know, that he has helped. I have not seen him uh, he help anything in India football other than, you know, play against countries which is below the, the, the level of India. And then I think because of that jealousy, he, he, has, he has tried to spoil along with uh, Romeo's agent at that time. And then they convinced him to come back, you know, saying that he was missing the, his room, whatever. Uh, we do not force him to, to stay here because it is uh, his, uh, uh, his decision. But one of the arguments that uh, he has to come back, that's for the... the Constantine has spoken a lot in the media and even uh, his agent, was that in India he has to, more time of game and he needs more time of game. And then uh, Romeo came back and then uh, after three months, four months, he was not in the national team anymore. Uh, and as you said, I didn't know that he doesn't have contract today, but it's sad because, you know, they have for their ego and jealousy has a career of a boy, which could have been, you know, from Brazil to Europe, whatever. Uh, but patience, I feel, I feel sad.
0: Uh, you will not surprised to hear this, uh, Yesterday I was talking to Joe Morrison, who helped Gurpreet Singh Sandhu to go to Norway, by the way. And yeah. Gurpreet came back to Bangalore FC just before Asia Cup. So Morrison shared his ex- view on that. He said Constantine told him that Gurpreet will not play or will not start for India until he will start playing uh, playing time. And uh, he was playing the reserve league in Norway, which according to Morrison was way above I League. And uh, then he was forced to come back to India to sign for uh, Bangalore FC. Because he needs to play for India, so I think he also came back of the same reason the, uh, the reason Romeo came came back. So it, it on the same same podcast he said yesterday to us.
1: That shows you know how 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 uh, poor the mentality of this coach, and, and how he has spoiled you know India football growth in terms of players. Because even Brazil, which is one of the best countries in the world. Today, Brazil called for the national team. Players who are not playing the first 11 in their teams in, in Europe. We have so many players who are still being called for the national team and they are not first 11 in their, in their clubs. So, uh, and even, you know, coming here to Brazil and practice every day in that level would have made Romeo a better player than playing in India, uh, uh, high, high league, whatever, SCL, you know. here the level that he could uh, have grown. You do not need to play a game when he was in the in one of the best clubs in, in the country, which plays, you know, Libertadores d'America America and many other. So there is discussing this is is already, you know, making me sad.
0: So just before we we'll, uh, close this topic, any message for Romeo? By the way, uh, he's trying his best to come back on uh, and play in ISL. I think we are told that he's training with Segoa right now. And uh, we hope that maybe FC Bob will sign him, you know. They also need a right winger. So, any message for him, if you have to say something to him right now, if he's listening? We hope that we will no, deliver.
1: I, 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 have a, I have a special care for Romeo. When I was playing in Dempo, you know, he was coming from the U development. And from that time, I saw you know, the quality which he has. Armando has, has worked you know, a lot with him. And then when uh, ISL came, uh, Zico also was impressed with him. Zico was the one who gave the approval uh, to the Brazilian club to bring Romeo. Yeah, the Brazilian yeah. Brazilian club has asked Zico what he thought, and he said, "No, you can take." So there was a plan around Romeo's life. I wish you know Romeo can get his best days again. Uh, football, we cannot forget. I don't think he forgot how to play football. As, as we know that we have to be in peace, we have to be, you know, concentrated to, to make things happen at our, our best. So, I wish Romeo can find that peace and that, you know,
0: concentration. And naturally, I believe that, you know, his football will be back. Okay. So, let's move from it and talk about, you know, uh, you have played for Dempo, you have played for Churchill. Uh, now dempo and uh, for example salgokar or sporting club de goa you know three big clubs during nfl and i league days are not playing i league or any league in india they are just playing the goa league so what are your thoughts on it you know and uh, goa have many footballers who are not playing at the up- level of i league nowadays because the clubs are not playing in- at that level so what are your uh, thoughts on that it's said that happened
1: um I believe, you know, if there was a better communication between the, the, the organizing boys with those clubs who has carried India football for so long, I think we could make, we could have make it uh, easier to, to combine and to integrate both leagues. It's sad because you are erasing the of India football by not having these clubs on board. Uh, I believe they have their reasons. It's sad that it happened. I hope one day they can come back. I don't know. I don't see how because, you know, there's a lot of difference uh, to be worked out. But uh, the Ampo Sago cannot be off in the football in any way. I think they have done a great work and a great job for, for the country in terms of sports. And I believe they can do much more and and in the same level of ISL. Even better because of their experience in, in football. So, I hope that sometime and someday these clubs can come back and can, can be part of media football game.
0: Uh, in the first part, very early in this uh, podcast, uh, you touched one name, uh, Sunil Chetri. 2004. Yeah. Not many knew about him. He was just breaking in the scene. Fast forward today, he is the second active goal scorer in the international football. Has more goals than Argentine Leo Messi, like we are still playing for Argentina. So, did you when you saw him first time, you know, at Mohun Bagan, did you thought that this kid will go and to do these things for India or you know score 50 or 60 plus goals, become the captain of India, score in multiple Asia Cups, uh, score multiple hat tricks for India. Do you thought that time by seeing him first time at Mohun Bagan?
1: No. No, not because of his quality. Because Sunil has quality from, from the day I saw him on the, on the training ground in Mohombaga. He was a very young kid. And there is a, was a lot of good players, as I say, you know. Even Ashim Bichuaz was the big bet. Yeah, uh, I remember in him. Yeah. In terms of quality, uh, I believe Ashim was, was a little ahead of Sunil by the time I arrived. I think what has made Sunil... This kind of player was going out of the country. Uh, there, was, there was one Sunil before he left, and there is another Sunil when he came back. Especially when he came back from Portugal, his um, his desire to win, to, to work, to fight, to to mark. Sunil was a striker. He used to be, you know, in front waiting for the the, the attacking moments. When Sunil came back from, from Portugal, he was that player who fight for each and every space. So I believe that going out of the country was the turning point for Sunil to become what he is today. And, you know, he has already made a story. And I believe that he will, uh, will be remembered in the football forever. And, and that was the, the sad part which I was talking about other players like Romeo and, and Invergo Pritz. Uh, so I believe... Uh, Sunil has, has gained that level when he left.
0: Okay, okay. And you talk, touch on Aseem Biswas. Many fans still believe that he was one of the talentest Indian football of that era, of that time. And, you know, sometimes we just don't need the football quality. You need some luck, your hard work, your dedication, you know, to keep yourself fit and play football. So, I think that's also play a very important role which helped Sunil Chitri he was dedicated, you know, throughout his life. And he's still dedicated, you know, at, at 34, he still is one of the most hardworking footballers in Indian football. So we hope yes. that he keep on uh, scoring more goals for India. So, yeah. and now talking about, you know, uh, the leagues are merged in India. So basically now Mohan Magan are playing in ISL. They are merged with uh, ATK. City Football Group, who are the owner of Manchester City, uh, New York City, Melbourne City, has now, oh, now they are the owners of Mumbai City FC. So, how did you see, you know, uh, global attraction towards Indian football? How do you feel that about that? I think that's important. Uh,
1: it's a globalisation of uh, many sectors. I believe football has to be on that part as well. Um, having uh, a Manchester City group on, on, in India, it's important even for uh, uh, people to look at India in different ways. I believe now with that move, other cultures, other investors, other clubs can look at India and try to do the same thing. Uh, by Mohombagan Bagan joining ISL can be also uh, a point for them to look at something similar uh, after seeing the experience, uh, of course. But I think it's a good move. I think it's important for Indian football. I think, you know, uh, by the year pass, uh, things will be integrating and then we will have uh, the India football, which we all we all want to see here. You
0: know. Yeah, and uh, talking about India, you know, more you have lived in India so long. Do you uh, remember any Hindi or Konanki words? Have you learned them during your time in India? Any Indian footballer help you to, uh, you know, say some Hindi words or some Konanki, the Goan language words?
1: No, I haven't. I remember uh, when I was uh, when I arrived in in uh, I think we played the second or the third game, and then uh, I think I scored. The game was one one. I scored a goal and, and I missed another two or something like that. But I scored a goal. You know, we were losing one zero, and then I scored a goal end of the second half. And then for me, it was just, okay. I saved the team. You know, to to. I say the day, you know, by score, by score that goal. And then when I was leaving, you know, the supporters was <laughs> in the hands and say, I got not say here now because it's a debut, but there was a bad word, which I thought was, I didn't know him. <laughs> I thought because I was excelling to them and say, thank you, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. And then one of the players, I think Mirage, Mirage has come to me and say, you're an idiot. They are shouting at you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, see, when I left Brazil, I do not speak even English. Okay. So I treat my, my studies in English, you know, <laughs> in the in the play where I was not playing or practicing or concentrating in my in my fitness, I was training in English. So mm-hmm. Hindi was a little bit uh, kept aside, even because, you know, not all the players speak, you know. Yeah. When you are with the Goans, they speak uh, Konkani. When When you're in they speak uh, Bengali. Yeah, so it was hard for me. to. If it was everybody speaking Hindi, I
0: could have taken more. So, you don't remember any word, you know, which can tell us that uh, you have learned this word.
1: Yes, but uh, I cannot tell you. you
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. You know, so talking about India, India have this uh, big dream of playing in World Cup. Now, FIFA is expanding World Cup to 48 teams, uh, which might have made this dream realistic, you know, say maybe 20 years down the line, if we progress and do all the things at the grassroots. So, do you think, you know... uh, that this is realistic for India if FIFA World Cup expanded to 48 team. And another thing that how important is you know uh, for Indian players to go and abroad to achieve this dream, you know, They're not to just play in ISL and I league. They need to go abroad to achieve this dream. I also personally believe, you know, and I have been also working personally in the last three, four years to get Indian young players to Europe. And some of these players, even when they were trial offer from top European clubs, they have not responded back to clubs, you know, to, to their emails, they had the trial offer. Sometimes the clubs have not told players that uh, they have received any trial offer from European club. Even sometimes National Federation, uh, we remember during Under-17 World Cup, they, uh, I was involved in a couple of deals uh, where invitations were sent to National Federation and these players never went for the trial. So, about these two things, what, what do you think about? I think the mentality
1: has to change immediately. Uh, if you see, I, I'm going to compare Brazil and Argentina. If you see the first eleven, of Brazil and Argentina today, there is no one player who are playing the National League for their countries. No one. Everybody is playing Europe. Uh, it's important for the country because, see, Ashish, okay, we we increase for 48 teams, then we take India for the, the World Cup. It would be a big shame. It's not, you know, reaching, just by reaching in the World Cup uh, is not uh, something which I would do I would uh, desire for India at the moment. We need to improve. We need to have players play at least two or three years, you know, in Europe for them to, to get the feeling. So when we go to a World Cup, we don't, uh, you know, don't make it so bad. But by believing in the quality of the players, we need to make efforts, you know, to, to understand what is World Cup. So the first thing is to, to make a movement where you get the best players, young players, and send them to Europe at least six months. They stay six months there and then they can play six months in India. I don't know. But they have to go. Uh, if they don't go, it'll be very hard. If you see by Chumbucha, he's another one, you know, big name in the football who, who has changed, you know, his, his way of playing mentality after he went to England. Yeah. So it's important for the Indian players and for the people who are uh, around the, the, the authorities, you know, to make them understand it, it is part of the dream, you know, of playing a World Cup. Because just, I want to be in the World Cup? I think will be uh, a mistake.
0: Okay, you know. Uh, so I will just ask. You know, this was not something given to by my editor, but I will just ask you. Uh, how do you feel? You know, uh, to see India and Brazil playing together against each other in any major tournament like World Cup. You know, how you will you feel? And hopefully, we'll see that during our lifetime. You know, India did play in the Brazil in the B R I C S Cup at the under sixty under seventeen level. I think in Goa, if you remember, but at the senior level, you know. Uh, but the, how, what will be your emotions when this 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 match will happen? You know.
1: Uh, very good question, my friend. I would say, you see, if he was, if he was in a game which is not deciding or is not, uh, you know, a playoff, I would support India for sure. <laughs> because uh, you know, I I just imagine. What would be for, for the country beating Brazil in football? It has, you know, make my, my things coming up. Uh, <laughs> so, maybe if it is a, like a semifinal, quarterfinal, you know, dreaming big, uh, where if Brazil lose the out of the the World Cup, then, okay, I can think, <laughs> you know, it I'm a Brazilian. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, any other game, any other game, I would support India for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I think that's lovely. And that's the reason we are speaking. You know, when we started this podcast series and we thought to whom we should speak. You know, we are not uh, speaking to the normal people who are talking to the media on the daily basis. The first name, you know, we thought we'll reach out to you because you're the one yes. of the voices we want to. Everybody should heard who played a very important role in Indian football as a peer. And then as an agent, you know, bringing the superstar to India so let's talk about little bit more about brazil psg brazil poster boy neymar lost champions league final i think his project was so near to get close at psg uh, how was the reaction of that in brazil and do brazil fan feel that now he need to leave psg and say go to again to barcelona or real madrid or any other any other club how do you feel about that
1: uh for sure the Brazilian uh, supporters were, were supporting PSG in the final because of Neymar, Marquinhos, Thiago. Um, it was sad, you know, it's not our our main club, it's not our county, but yeah, it was sad. But one thing I have to say about this PSG and Neymar situation, uh, you see how things has, can change in a few months. You see, Ashish, Four or five months ago, Neymar was not a player, was a joker, was this, was that. You know, the whole world was making fun of him because he's not concentrating the game. He will never be the best player in the world. So this was four months ago. And then four months later, you know, uh, PSG is in the final of uh, the UEFA Champions League. Cristiano Ronaldo and Messi is not there. And then suddenly Neymar can be the best player in the world. You know, and Neymar is good, Neymar is this. So not only for football, but I was talking here in Brazil, in another live which I did, life can change so fast. You know, in a few months things can, you know, happen differently. Uh, so my, my suggestion is that you, whatever you do, you keep focused because, you know, even you're on top, as they might say, everything goes by the, the glory and the, you know, and the bad moments. So, for me, now Neymar has to think about, because
0: he, I don't know if Messi is leaving Barcelona, I heard. uh, Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, we are hearing that he's about to leave, and you submitted a request to Barcelona board to leave Barcelona.
1: If Messi is leaving Barcelona, I would, if I was Neymar, I would not leave PSG. I would stay in PSG. Okay. Because uh, going to Barcelona and then has to carry this, you know, even after Messi left. I think it will be a mistake. In my opinion, you know, I might be wrong. I would not go Real Madrid and uh, another club. I don't, maybe Juventus, not so he could play with Cristiano. But I, I believe like Neymar, Messi, Cristiano, they have to be in a place where they can fight. They can have a, a real fight for the trophies. I think PSG is a good place for Neymar. I don't know how the relation is now after this loss, but uh, if Messi stay Barcelona, I would, do, I would move to Barcelona. I would, if I was in Mario, I would move to Barcelona. But if not, then uh, I would stay in precision.
0: Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, <laughs> and just, as we are discussing, you know, there are the talks and the and these are the rumor stage like only. the Messi is about to leave Barcelona for Manchester City or and maybe for PSG. He might come to uh, Neymar. So any uh, particular reaction of the Brazilian fans? Of course, Brazil are the rivals of Argentina. Uh, like India, and the Pakistan here in India. Uh, so, is this uh, how the Brazilian media or Brazilian fans have reacted to it? Uh, can you tell us something about it? React to to what uh, to Messi Messi's leaving? leaving. To, yeah, Messi leaving to Barcelona.
1: No, not much. We're just waiting. Uh, most of them don't believe, you know, because it's hard, you know, seeing Messi out of Barcelona. I, particular, uh, I wish that happened. Because it's it's good for see, you know, I think he has done his history in Barcelona. He doesn't need to... And I, as I say, you know, the same thing which I has in Dempo in the past, I think uh, uh, Messi might have in his mind now, you know. He needs to prove himself somewhere else. Not that he needs to prove himself for every, anyone, but sometimes the player needs that inside of him, you know, to see what he's able to do. And that Cristiano has done very well. Yeah. <laughs> for so many clubs. So... Uh, no, we don't have any reaction. We're just waiting. If we have to bet, I think the most Brazilians will say it will not happen. They don't see it happening, but let's see.
0: Yeah. So talking about Neymar, you know, uh, he is on now late twenties. You know, uh, so can you tell us one young player uh, for whom we should watch out for, who might be successor of Neymar? Talking about Brazil, who have the history of uh, producing the great players like Pele, Ronaldinho, Rivaldo, Ronaldo, you know, Kaká. Now, Neymar, so many players, you know, we can, we can, there's a long list. But can, can you tell us one player uh, whom we should watch out for in the next five to ten years who might take this baton from Neymar to lead Brazil in the world football?
1: Right now, as we speak, we do not have uh, okay. that, uh, you know, that way you're, you're asking in players like Ronaldinho, Kaká, even Neymar, you know, uh, because when you have that kind of play, Neymar, when, when no, no, Gio Kakao was uh, getting that age, you know, late uh, 20s, around 30, uh, Neymar was already, you know, shiny in Brazil. Yeah, he, so, and that he happened played, with all of them.
0: He played so around 200 Romadi games, you know, did, before he turned 18. Huh? He played around 200 games before he moved to Barcelona for uh, his club yeah. Santos. Yeah. And which is, <laughs> see,
1: Romario was, uh, you know, around to reach his final years of career, Ronaldo was already shining in Brazil. Yeah. Uh, when Ronaldo was, uh, so Kaká was coming. And then when Kaká was finishing, Neymar is coming. Today, right now, we do not have. Gabigol, which is Gabriel, uh, he is doing very well here in Flamengo. Although he has went to international in, in Italy, he has played in Portugal, has not done well. But he's only 22, he's a striker. For the last two years, he's doing very well in Brazil, but not the same level as those players we were spoken before.
0: Yeah, but Real Madrid have signed Vinicius Junior from Brazil. Uh, He's playing for Madrid. So, what are your thoughts on him as a young player? Do you think that he will be the one who can, you know, take that pattern from uh, Neymar when he... I think think he's very good.
1: I think he's very good. Uh, Has not arrived in that level, you know, which Neymar was in his age. Uh, still, still we have to wait a little bit to see how is it going. Because even in Real Madrid, he has great moments and then sometimes he, he doesn't click. So he's a great player. But to, to see if he's going to arrive in the level of Ronaldo, Kaká, Ronaldinho, Neymar, we have to wait a little bit more.
0: Okay. So, let's talk about uh, something you did in India, you know, uh, during your last footballing days, playing days. You set up the Brazilian Football Academy in 2009 with Beretto, another Brazilian who had done so well in India. So, can you tell us about that, you know? And another question I want to ask uh, to, on the same thing. There was one footballer called Sail Tabora, uh, who came out of this academy, who you always rated very high. You know, there were talks of him going to Brazil during uh, when uh, uh, Romeo came back. Uh, so, can you tell us about him also? Uh, he's also have an injury hit season in the last pre- uh, couple of years. So, we hope that this season he will also come up and do well for in the ISL. So, just tell us about these two things.
1: See, uh, it was a, a social project which we started. Uh, I, I, I started this in Goa. And I called Brad to be part of it. Where we were putting our money to, you know, to make a proper youth development in terms of uh, food, training. So we used to bring Brazilian coaches who has uh, worked with uh, big clubs in terms of youth development, like Glauco, like Rafael Wolf and Rodrigo Mendes and, and others. Uh, and then after two, three years which we are spending money, we, we have uh, opened a private uh, company to look after it. And then from there, Barreto took over and I, I was off. So, I'm very proud of this project because, as you say, uh, Sahil Tavor and a few others have come out of that. Sahil is another big talent in India, which uh, uh, I don't know right now where he's playing, but... Uh, he's playing in India only. Yeah. So, he was, a, he was already a talented boy from the time that we, we saw him at the age of 13, 14. And uh, yeah, I think it's it's part of football uh, atmosphere. We have to make, you know, this uh, turn going on and on. So it's a project which I have a lot of good memories. Even uh, the son of Subajbomik has worked with us in, in Goa for a bit, uh, for a bit period. So it was good. It was very good experience for me and for
0: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, just one more question, then we'll move into the rapid fire round where you just have to say the answer. Uh, what you are doing right now in Brazil, uh, since you came back from India. And do you have any plans to come back to India for personal trade, for the business? Or do you still talk to ISL club regarding Brazilian footballers? So, just this question, then we'll move to rapid fire where you have to just answer uh, the question.
1: See, yeah. Right now I, I'm working with the company, the technology company, sports technology company, uh, which provide technology for the clubs. Uh, not more doing agents because uh, I got upset with few things which happened, uh, which has uh, complicated my, my business life. So then I stopped to do these agent things, which is I'm not uh, doing no more. And uh, tried to build myself in this area in sports technology which is going good. I'm quite busy with that. Happy in, in this segment. Still in sports because I have lived my career, you know, almost 20 years in sports. I cannot go and do now a restaurant or, <laughs> or whatever. I have to be in sports. So yeah, but, yeah. of course I have the, the, the wish to come to India, you know. Miss, I miss the country. I miss what, all the things that I have learned there which uh, helped me a lot in life. I have friends like family you know uh I have things which I need really to still get organized in India which I left behind but I will come back to organize and uh yeah I hope that soon I can be I can be there
0: yeah so we will love we we'll love to see you again in India you know I would like to personally meet you a big fan during your playing days uh so let's move to a rapid fire I have some questions for you so you have to tell me first thing which comes to your mind you know don't think just tell us so first thing biggest surprise uh, after coming to india for the first time what was the biggest su- surprise for you
1: the love of supporters
0: okay one thing you miss about indian football back in brazil the 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 hard work players okay toughest opponent you faced till now as a player or as a team both
1: First fast opponent.
0: As a player and team?
1: Both? As a team, I think uh, two. Mahindra. Mahindra
0: Mahindra
1: and Yeah, that Mahindra. And Bangalore FC latest. It was very hard to play against them.
0: Okay, any specific defender uh, with whom you played? And you played...
1: uh... Yeah, I play with great players. But I think uh, Bilal, who played with me in Churchill, yeah, was, yeah. I think was the best i seen close by.
0: He was one of the best foreigners during those days too in India. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Best Indian midfielder uh, during your time? Indian player who was the best midfielder, which you think was very good?
1: Oh, I have—I think Clamex Lawrence was was very good.
0: He was underrated also. Huh? He's a very underrated, you know, Clamex Lawrence. Yeah. Very much. Climb was, um, yes. uh, the quality was high. Okay. Uh, so, one current Indian uh I hope that you're following Indian football. So, uh, if you think that uh, one current player in Indian football, you will replace Renty Martins with Indian or foreigner? Uh, very hard, you know. So, say it's for specific, hard. say at a one club, say for FC Goa or Bangalore. Where you will put Renty Martins in ISL teams at his peak time? You know, where I think you will do? Ah, any any club, If
1: If it was in his peak time in FC Cup, in in, in ISL, Renty would be a great player. I believe. See, as I say, it's not only Renty Martins because, as I say, he was the best strikers I play with. But if you take that that uh, players which play in high league with me and put in ISL. Uh, you have many top players which could do very,
0: very well. Okay. Uh, your favourite roommate? Roommate? Isfak. Isfak Ahmed. <laughs> he's, that's cur- that's that. he's currently yeah. working with Kaila.
1: Yeah. We have, uh, we have very, very funny moments together. Uh, I remember the early days in Dampo. It's uh, amazing.
0: okay. So one difference uh, playing between uh, Kolkata and Goa, a major difference you felt. In terms of support,
1: uh, you know Kolkata is far better because of the stage and the atmosphere and uh, the press and everything. In terms of peace to work, uh, Goa is better because then you have you know, and that gives the clubs more uh, chance to to be to be successful. I think that's the two biggest differences.
0: Okay. so one more, if any South American youngster or footballer is coming to play in India in ISL, what advice you will give to him? Uh, go and
1: stay ready to to teach because you have things to teach them. But also stay ready to learn because there's a lot of things you can learn from them.
0: I don't know how much Indian football you have been following because it is tough to follow in Brazil for the different time zone. But do you? Uh,
1: uh, like any specific Indian player right now? See, Which... Ashish, because of this work, I have not watched not only Indian football but no other football in the world. I really mean, like your honesty. One, one and one and a half years. I'm very, very busy with this uh, sport technology, uh, and I hope in another six months I can sit down to to start to watch games again. So that I'm going to to miss because I I really don't. I'm not following not Indian football,
0: but most of the, the the leagues. Okay, okay. We like your honesty. So, last and not least, do you have any message for your fans in India? You know, uh, who have supported you throughout your journey and overall to the Indian football fans also. Do you have any message? Specific message?
1: Yes, of course. I miss you guys a lot. I miss the the you know that integration, that interaction that we used to have when I was there. Missing scoring the goals and and see you know the supporters jumping. Uh, of happiness. So, I hope that one day, soon we can be together. Even maybe for you know, a, a match, you know, exhibition match where we can put together all these ex-players to, to have that feeling again.
0: Okay. This is my personal last question. Uh, during your time when your football footballer brought these footballers, any specific player, big player which you talked and which, who was close to join ISL but did not happen?
1: uh yeah there there were maradona was one
0: <laughs>
1: we have come close to maradona
0: uh, i think it was that yeah maradona was the biggest name which we he was he was for had. the for the coaching job for the coach job yes uh can you tell us which club if you can
1: i think there was two clubs i i Don't remember now. But I remember speaking to Maradona first because I knew that if we have Maradona willing to go, we'll have all the clubs that are ready for him. So, but first, the the first conversation was with Maradona first to understand if that could happen. And I don't remember which two clubs was impressed at first. But since Maradona has not uh, given the go-ahead, so we don't take
0: it forward. Okay, okay. So a big thank you to Beto, you know, for joining us today, all the way from Brazil and taking time out. You know, don't forget uh, you all can listen to all our episodes of the Beyond the Score podcast at uh, Spotify, iTunes, GeoSavan, Ghana, and other major platforms. Of course, you can watch, watch these all podcasts on our YouTube channel, KNOW TV. Uh, we thank you, Beto, for joining us. Until next time, this is your host, Asish Negi, signing off. Thank you, Beto. Thank
1: you, Ashish. Hope you guys are fine there with this moment of uh, health. And I wish the bless of God for all of you.
0: Thank you, thank you.